Hey, brother, let's go. Let's post those podcasts. In your life, you need to be free of deceit and speak the truth. It's honesty on this episode of Real Talk with Sensei Nick, where I discuss a beautiful time thing of the sixth tenant of Chasen Do and how to live your best life. And we get into that right now. And I'm joined with my friend Adam. I'm in an old school friend of mine. I'm so happy to see you and... I kind of feel like we're back being little kids again, but I just don't think we'd, <laughs> I don't think we would ever, uh, I, I, you know, there's always times I think we would get it, get a chance to talk to each other, but it seems like now we're grown ass men. Yeah. It's yeah. Really strange how fast that goes by. <laughs> right. Right. Of how things have happened. And I mean, Adam and I have known each other for forever. Um, long enough I think and you know back being high in uh, elementary school I think the one kid that I gravitated to was um, being into music and I'm kind of into music and you know just two general oddballs that just needed to survive yeah in reality well thank you for having me here no thank you for being a part of this I really 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 appreciate it um, so the topic really today is really just keeping honest and keeping truthful and I mean both of us I mean for me I have um, I had a period in time where I wasn't as truthful for myself or I wasn't as honest with the world Um, but you know I've definitely developed into being more of a straight arrow person and you know being sometimes I'm a little bit blunt you know and here and to do that I mean has there been a change for you or has things changed differently oh yeah truthfulness really helped you recently? Well, um, you know, I mean, I'm married now, I have a family, and, uh, you know, just, it helps you in a lot of ways when you're married, just being truthful and, uh, you know, not having to, you know, (laughs) hide your lies or your secrets, and, uh, you know, uh, I feel like when you're constantly lying and holding stuff back, you, you have that constant sense of, uh, uh, fearfulness like you're gonna get caught like and you have to track every lie you tell and, oh god you know, that's, that's, that's yeah that's too much damn energy yeah that, that's too much I mean being married is hard enough work as it is yeah and going through everything as much as as much as you can I mean and I even noticed like you know I'm gonna give a little bit of a some backstory I want to bring up uh, something I don't think you have thought about for a while. Adam and I were in a band, quote unquote, in uh, junior high school, 
And um, I can remember trying to put together, you know, some songs with you. And I was thinking about this the other night where um, the one song, you know, how your songs like now, you know, Adam's a fantastic musician. I mean, let me plug you right here. You're on Spotify. Uh, you're on Amazon too? Or? Yeah, Apple Music. Uh... Yeah. YouTube, uh, yeah. Teaser, everywhere, pretty much. Yeah, and I mean, by the time this comes out on audio format, I mean, he's, um, uh, your your single Be With You is out, uh, which you did with Kara, which is awesome. <laughs> it's just, I actually, I drove to work, I had that blaring, and I had somebody who was, uh, reports to me who was stuck in the 80s, and they're like, what was that? <laughs> like, what was that? I never heard that before. What was that? I'm like, it's my buddy Adam here. You know, like, is that, has he been around for a while? I'm like, mm, yeah, kind of. I've known him all my life, but born born in the 80s. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but, you know, I think marriage is really definitely hard enough. And you, you said it yourself. I think, you know, being open, honest, and vulnerable itself for me. And I think I personally for me like I hit it because I was very angry about the way my life was going mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know if, yeah I mean you might remember that you might relate to it but I was very angry about the way I was or the way that I was perceived I mean I you know grew up with CP um, and you know can you play baseball not quite you know can you can you do this you know, oh you can play soccer great you know it was all uh, great. Yeah, I could do stuff with my feet. Thank God. Thank God I got something there. But it is it. I mean, the dishonesty does turn to anger. I mean, was there a time where it was pretty angry for you? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, when I grew up, I was I was angry in particular because I didn't have a father uh, growing up, and he was never involved in my life. So, um, and my grandmother raised me, and you know, she passed away when I was twelve. So from I remember you know, that point forward into yeah. my early. 20s, I was yeah. quite angry at, yeah. at the world and everyone, and uh, it definitely had some negative uh, influences in my life. Yeah. How did you get out of it? Well, I mean, I just uh, I just realized I didn't want to be so angry. I didn't want to, yeah. you know, let uh, circumstance, negative circumstances in my life influence my personality and how I wanted to be, how I wanted to treat people, and how I wanted to be treated, so, yeah. or, or even perceived as, so, you know, I mean, I pretty much just, um, you know, altered the way I think about yeah. things. And was there, like, a turning point, you know, where you said specifically, like, this is enough, or, or this is, this is it? Well, yeah, I remember in my early 20s, um, yeah. you know, I kind of, uh, you know, I was, I mean, I wouldn't say I was homeless, but I was, like, living with different people, and, uh, you know, I really didn't stand on my own two feet, and, um, you know, I just had enough of worrying about, you know, how you're going to eat, or where you're next, where you're going to sleep next, and, you know, I just, that, that was kind of the part where, you know, I, I decided enough was enough. Yeah, I, I, so you, you were in the middle of having nothing, and I, I can relate to it, I think, in my past, I mean, I realized at some point I wasn't, I didn't know who I was. 
I didn't know who I was and kind of a similar thing in mid 20s I was really super fat addicted to food and just eating my guilt feelings or eating my feelings aside and just thinking to myself I'm not going to get any better than this and if I died when I was 30 okay and just not getting a grasp a grasp on it but it's taken a while like what uh, has it influenced your music at all uh, yeah, it definitely has influenced my music. I, I used to write a lot of dark songs and depressing songs, and uh, I mean, you've heard me with you, and uh, yeah. you know that my my wife and I did, and um, that's definitely not a depressing song at all. So uh-huh. it's definitely changed, you know, the way I think about songs uh, and write songs. Yeah, I, I gotta dig a little bit. Like, okay, like, how did "Be With You" come to be? Um, actually, my, my, my wife wrote, like, a majority of the lyrics, um, uh, you know, she came to me with the lyrics, and I, and I read them, and I said, you know, that I really like them, and, uh, we had already had some of the music itself, yeah. um, like, recorded, just not, not vocals, and, um, and that's usually how we start with our songs, is, uh, it'll usually start as music. Yeah. Um, you know, put down, like, drums and piano, or guitars, or, or, um, whatever and then we'll figure out the lyrics and um but but that song uh you know a big part of that song was my life um you know with the lyrics really uh, that made the song in my opinion nice guys i mean did you know kara could sing that well oh yeah and she's she's got an amazing voice and um uh you know i always knew i, I was actually i wanted her to sing with me for some time and um I think she was a little bit hesitant to be in the public spotlight uh, for for a little while, but I mean, I was really excited when she decided to, you know, sing with me and create a song with me. So that's awesome, dude. Is there more? I know you were planning some uh, bluesy thing, right? Or yeah, or do you not want to let that out there? A couple other things. I mean, yeah. nothing's like solid yet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we got some we got some ideas, so hopefully we'll be able to share them with everybody soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, I look up Adam Goncalo, uh, G-O-N-C-A-L-O. Uh, almost called you by an old name, but uh, <laughs> I'm still a nine-year-old, bro. I'm still. Like, it's been with honesty. So, like, let's uh, kind of dig into a little bit. Like, what would you, what would you say to that person now in the mid-thirties? What would you say to somebody to your to you in the in the twenties? Or what would you say to your kids who might be going down that path? Well, I'd say that it's not worth it to live your life being so angry. You know, life is yeah. uh, life is short, and there's a lot of missed opportunities when when you when you wasted being angry about um, you know your past or your situation. Yeah. And uh, really, the only way to persevere and uh, yeah. and rise above it is yeah. you know to to do something. Yeah, I just dwell on the past. Yeah, I. Yeah, I think you said a lot. I, I I think you said a lot in that. I agree with you 100%. I mean, it's that I want to add to that, that it is not the easiest thing to start. You know, it just, it's a decision just to choose right away. And you might have people around you who are enabling the lie. And the ones who are enabling the lie, you got to cut them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, yeah, the, it's the hardest the shit. Part too, is cutting people out of your life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, who, you know, the people who don't feed, you know, who don't feed into your good side. Mm-hmm. 
that they don't feed into it and others I mean you know we we grew up in a you know a town where if you weren't a very specific way at the time you were left out yeah if you weren't yeah if you weren't a, if you weren't it was white Catholic and Portuguese yeah. To to a degree, like if you were not in that specific boat, or if you didn't have that specific music, if you didn't have this one thing, you were gone. And uniqueness was really discouraged growing up. Yeah, it definitely was. There yeah, certain trends and yeah. that everyone was expected to follow. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they didn't, you were kind of looked at as an outsider. Yeah, or and I, I just I embraced the outsider eventually. You know, where it is, and trust me, anyone who is listening to that, the outsiders are way better eventually. Don't worry about it. You're fine. You're fine. I think, um, you know, what is there... Obviously, it's a better life now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a better life. But for the honesty, I mean, the reason why this is the sixth tenet, this is something I've added in the chess and martial art is because a person who is going through life has to live, you know, free of deceit. And, you know, as you said it perfectly, you know, it's a waste of energy and a waste of time and you have to cover yourself and cover your tracks. If you're lying to one person, then somebody else is going to pick that up. And if you're lying to another person, then it's good. You have to cover that. You know, I joked about it. That's why they call it David and Goliath. Because one, you know, one dude, you know, I can't lie. I can't lie because I do these. Th- I do this thing where my my pitch goes really, really high up, and I'm talking really. I got I got a low voice as it is, and I'm talking all of a sudden I'm like, oh yeah, hi, I'm doing fine. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, here's <laughs> I hit something, and for that, like, what what would you say to? I mean, we talked about with you your past, but. What would you say to some of those people to be kind of let into, um, and we let into the past for a reason, um, what would you say to the people in the past when we were growing up? I, I tell them to stop trying to fit in so much with everyone around them, you right. know? Like, you know, everybody was so concerned about how they were and, like, how they acted and what they looked like and, uh, no, really, none of that matters in the end. No, yeah. no. Once we were outside of the town, it's way easier. Yeah, it's way easier. It's it's gonna sound like we grew up in N Night Shyamalan's The Village, but <laughs> it kind of was. But in a way, it kind of wasn't. <laughs> uh, I I do, but one thing I do miss of that is just some of the things that are gone, like the days of. Do you remember the days of Pirates video? Yeah. The great equalizer. <laughs> the great equalizing store where everybody was just nerdy anyway and you just embraced it before Blockbuster took it over. Oh yeah. I and, yeah. God damn, I miss those people. I really do. I don't even Blockbuster's gone, so I know. I know, I know, but at least the little little indie store where everybody knew everybody. It was just different, but that's a part of our lives, it's a little different of this episode. So um, we're going to wrap this up, but I'd like to stick around with you for a few moments, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and um, let's see where we are. So, 
Um, this episode of Real Talk with Sensei Nick is the sixth tenant of Chasundo, a brief look into honesty, and there is more. Keep in mind, we're part of 4041 Media, uh, 4041media.com, of uh, many people in the Farver area, podcasts, for your geek movie theater time machine, I watch what the historic pinstripe show. Many other uh, YouTubers as well that have a great time, great experience. As always, we go ahead and we climb, and you have yourself an amazing day. Be good, take care of yourself, and let's take care of each other.